Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Charles at Word on the Street is at Transparency Talk. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining with us. Go grab your AirPods, your snacks, or your drinks and chill. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Transparency Talk. This is ASC Walk. And this is Shay at Shay on Purpose. And this is Charles at Word on the Street is. Today, we our topic is going to be standing by or stepping in. And this is basically a topic that's going to be trying to figure out if you know when to step in or if you know that you should just stand by and kind of let things be. Um, there are a lot of different scenarios when you have friends that are in relationships or loved ones in relationships mm-hmm. or friendships and they are looking for help or seeking advice. And sometimes you need to know if it's right for you to step in or if you should just butt out of it. And speaking of which, let's just get into a current trending situation with the Kirk Franklin, where I don't know if his son is asking us to step in and hold his father accountable, and if we should even be speaking on their situation. What y'all done seen with that? I done heard it. I'm a parent, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead on and lean towards Kirk. <laughs> I just feel that. You know, you know, especially being that his mother even spoke, mm-hmm. whether she was trying to just be respectful of the situation. I just feel like they themselves are trying to handle what's going on privately as mm. a family should do. Mm-hmm. You know, no hard feelings. There is no hard feelings from Kirk's present wife, mm-hmm. the boy's mama, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and her name is Sean. Sean. Okay. Ewan. Okay. So, you know, I feel like this is something maybe, you know, I think maybe Carry On used the media to kind of bring an awareness to his dad. But I feel like it was an attention cry, Mm -hmm. you know, to reach out to his father. But at the same time, it might not have been the most strategic thing to to do do because... He has to also think about his father has a huge following. Mm-hmm. So whether people agree or not, I feel like, I don't know, it's just something that's going to be conflicting on both ends. Yeah. And I feel like that's a private thing that right. he's had. It's not like there, there was any abuse that incurred. They both clearly say they've been trying to go to therapy. They've been doing this. They've mm-hmm. been doing that. My mom used to tell me all the time, I'm going to beat you. You do mm-hmm. this and the third. But, you know, when I, when I hear beating, I'm thinking about a whooping. Exactly. You know, right. that's just that's just my personal thing. You know, some people may be more sensitive than mm-hmm. that. But for me, it's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where I learned step look stand by. Yeah, right, right, right. Don't so, step in, stand by. Right. Because I don't know. Yeah, and I think the public is throwing all type of like fuel to the flame, adding their two piece in. Along with the fact, can we stop treating these celebrities like they gods? Like I think that's one of the main components because while everybody throwing this topic around, some of these people are parents. And I'm sure they didn't say some stuff to their kids that they may not have wanted to or should have or something like that. So what makes him any more different? He's not. He's still a human regardless. He's seeing things from his perspective. I will say his mom said in her interview that she had with Erica English that 
these subliminals have been going on for at least for a couple of years. Like, mm. this is not the first time he's done this, but I think this is the first time maybe the media outlet has picked up on it. Uh. And because of how it was and what was said, a lot of people, it just went like wildfire. Mm -hmm. But they said they've been having problems for at least over 20 years. Mm -hmm. His mother's reasons for speaking out was she said that she wanted to step out and not leave Kirk, Kirk out there alone. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. That makes sense. But she also said the reason she was addressing it publicly was because it was brought out publicly. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to make sure that he heard her not. It wasn't just for us. That was mm -hmm. her reason. I mean, and I could... I felt bad for him because he's definitely been through something, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, the best way to handle it, probably not. But depending on how bad it is, Kirk did say it'd be sometimes a year or two that they would not have spoken to each other. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when they do, they blow up. So, I mean... Definitely probably not the best solution or way to try to get something handled, but maybe in his defense, that's all he felt he could do because he wanted some attention. Right. And he, and all attention is not always good attention, Correct. which way you going about it. And the way that was done, it was a bit shady. Yeah, it was definitely shady. And I was just talking to a friend last night, matter of fact, about when you um, bring up traumas and issues and stuff like that uh, publicly and things like that, you have to... I don't want to say you shouldn't deal with your trauma, but you have to also consider the other parties that's included because they might not be willing to or ready to deal with that trauma as well. I believe we all have put some people or once in a while on blast, Facebook, Instagram, however you felt because you needed to vent. I think because of who his father is, it was like more worse in a sense. But then is is like let's be honest. I'm not social, saying it's okay though. No, I know, but social media is not therapy though. At all. And we need to really stop making Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, who all these Twitter. people, Twitter. We need to quit making this our dear diary and our Doctor Phil because it's not. You know what I mean? It's just it's like a crowd. It's just a crowd of people who showing up, bought tickets to your show. And coming on in to watch. And then they going home back to whatever they had going on. Me, to be honest, I feel like Kirk Franklin must have been listening to us a couple of episodes ago when we were trying to figure out when is enough enough. Maybe mm. Kirk had enough. enough of the disrespect or yeah. enough of anything else. You know, it's just, you know, you have to know when to be able to turn the light switch off. Even if it is on your own family. My parents used to always say, you know, it's only... We are only obligated to take care of you until you are grown. Age, yeah. We are here to set you up. If you don't adhere to our teachings and how we are raising you, that's on you. That's on you. Right. But we are not obligated to continue doing all this stuff after you, you've gone over that age limit. That part. True. Well, your parents will never stop being your parents, mm -hmm. but it's a time that you got you to gotta get up. You ain't going to be able right. to stay in the crib your whole your life. life. Right. No, seriously, because I have a child that I kind of... I'm. Like Kirk with it, and I don't get on the phone and talk all crazy and reckless, but I will just cut you off. But I feel the same. You get to a point right. where you at your breaking point, and am I going to continue to allow you or even myself to disrupt our happiness, our mental, emotional state, or am I going to be the bigger person or love us both enough to step away from it? That part. Um, she stated that she wanted him to become a an adult and learn how to function as a citizen. Like mm -hmm. in a sense, he's been babied mm -hmm. and they, not that they're not taking care of him. It's just that you're an adult and there's a certain 
things you have to do. Mm-hmm. As an adult now. As an adult. Mm-hmm. And that he should expose himself as well and not just his father. Not really sure what that meant, but shots was fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, because people, they show love to talk about everything somebody did to them and da da da. And I'm not talking about him personally, but and they don't want to talk about their portion of well, what sh- that was. And I'm sure what she meant by that was, is you're talking about all the stuff that he hasn't done. What about the stuff that he actually has done for you? Right. You know, you are the son of the throne, basically, of his throne. You're and, the heir to it. <laughs> and he's not completely shutting you out. I mean, I've, from what I've seen okay. on, like, Instagram, of clearly he's musically in the music industry. Of, I, I don't know how, but, mm-hmm. you know, he does little stuff with right. music. Mm-hmm. So it's like he clearly takes certain things from his dad. But it's like, I don't know, you know there's some people who just feel neglected, I guess, when both of their parents are clearly there. Some people won't understand, like, no, don't do that, son. Sometimes you really have to go the extra mile and kick it up and be like, I'm going to get in your ass. Mm -hmm. Or some people just feel like they uh, are, what, shunned or just neglected because they are being disciplined or their parents are doing Mm -hmm. things that they don't understand. And instead of having a conversation, Mm -hmm. a logical conversation, they lash out Mm -hmm. or they start lying about what's going on, Mm -hmm. telling from their perspective. Right, that's very much true. Steve Harvey said that some of the people were being too righteous in their comments towards them on social media. I could, I was, he made a lot of good points. He stated that he felt carry on showed lack of respect and that also that he's not the only cussing Christian out there, he's the only one that got caught cussing. Because I know we all cuss. Yeah. You can stump your toe and say S H I T or damn. I'm gonna just say I'm the whole admiral of the ship. So. I don't know one preacher that does not curse mm-hmm. and that's just that's just the honest truth i don't know not one preacher that does not use a form of cursing and that's even just saying the n-word right 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 you know everybody's gonna say something so y'all feel like oh because it's kirk franklin oh my god he's right you know no right so is it wrong to keep the same energy that somebody gives to you Oh no! Let me tell you why. Because I'm very, I'm very much that person. I I reciprocate the energy that I'm giving. So I give you what you give me, mm-hmm. and that necessarily. My mom told me the other day that's not always the right thing to do mm-hmm. because. But you know, sometimes you just get tired of being the bigger person. My mom yes. tells me you can get more with honey than you can with vinegar. Well, the vinegar shouldn't have been on in spice cabinet. I mean, the vinegar <laughs> is a very good cleansing, cleansing solution. It makes good salad dressings, too. It absolutely. Eats all the fat. Mm. Might need to grab some at the store. However. <laughs> <laughs> but, It just, yeah. it depends. I, I feel like it really depends, like I said, when trying to know when enough is enough. Yeah. You don't know what, how you're going to be until you are already at the top. Yeah. You've right. already reached the peak. And people keep digging, keep digging. They both say that we're trying to do this. We're trying to go to counseling. It's just not working. Mm-hmm. He also felt that, well, the mother said that he felt that maybe the counseling or counselors were biased because of who his father was and they were getting godly counsel. So if that makes sense. No, I'm going to say. And she also stated that they can go get counseling on her insurance. They didn't have to go that route, mm-hmm. but they haven't done that yet. Yeah. I don't know if he's just not ready, but she gave that sure. option. But I could under, I could get it. No pun to T.D. Jakes, because that's who was counseling them, right? Oh, okay. But, or her scene. But, um, 
I was doing a form of marital counseling through the church. Mm-hmm. And when you're going through issues, I don't recommend it. I recommend you can go to the church for counseling, but that's counseling you spiritually, making sure you're accountable that way. I don't recommend them counseling this way simply because if T.D. Jakes didn't have a child and experienced this, then you can't talk from that experience. All you can teach is what the Bible is saying. But when people need to get through things, they need to be um, related to. You know what I mean? You have to you have to speak from experience. Like we were having a counseling session talking about infidelity, and she, you know, you got t- telling me, well, you got to get over it. You know, eventually you got to let it go. Da-da-da. I know what I need to do eventually, but in the interim, I'm within my trauma. But you don't understand the emotions that I'm having or that's with that because you have not been cheated on, so you can't reach me because now I'm you feeling like all you doing is just throwing me to the Bible. Well, I know what that said. I know what I'm supposed to do. And when I get to that point, I'm going to do just that. But to help me get through this emotional and tangible part, you can only speak in experience. Hmm. Tasha K said that they got in touch with him. She's a blogger and that he was willing to do an interview with two payments of $36,000. Okay, bye. But he wanted the porn to be paid in cash, app, or credit card. So does he just need his bills paid or something? Why he just has to pay his rent? Honestly, it's a real issue that needs to be brought to the forefront of how how to communicate in a black black family or any family at that. Hmm. But I mean, it's definitely out there. Maybe it starts a conversation that people can begin to have Mm -hmm. as a whole. And maybe churches can offer counseling outside of somebody being already on their staff. Mm -hmm. Bring somebody in third party to help. Mm -hmm. Just in general, all around the world. I can agree with that. Yeah, definitely. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. All right. We are back. So we want to kind of kickstart and go into a scenario. I think one of the main scenarios that made me think of this topic was I have a friend Mm -hmm. who has a friend who is going through a tumultuous time in her relationship Mm -hmm. with her boyfriend who is also her child's father Mm. um you know she is friends with this girl because this girl's boyfriend used to be friends with my friend's deceased child okay so yeah wow so they you know have friendship or whatever the case may be but she kind of looks up towards my friend you know mm-hmm. and she would bring up to me a lot of times you know oh my god I'm really worried about my friend because her boyfriend's no good he sells drugs mm. you know he's he's very uh, he's a womanizer yeah, yeah. a lot of different things and I'm like it really she sounds like a battered girl that's just being held up and she doesn't have any choice but it seems like every time she wants to say she's done, something in her head says, oh, well, I want to make this work because we have our daughter and I want to make the family thing work. Which, in my opinion, when she asked me, I was like, it's just not a healthy thing. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see that being healthy for their daughter because all she's seeing is what's going on between my parents to the point where she knows when they leave to you know get away for a while mm-hmm. And she sees him. She's like, oh, my God, Mommy, I saw the car. Oh, wow. We got to go. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your, your child has experienced enough trauma to where, you know, 
you gotta know when to be like, okay, you gotta, gotta I go. Gotta so, go. the last time my co my my friend saw her, she was at the house. She said that she came unannounced. Mm -hmm. She said when she got there, she said I would have called, but he has my phone. So she brings it. She comes in. She didn't really notice anything until she really sat next to her and really looked at her mm -hmm. in her face, and she noticed that her eye was green because he had hit her. And so she's like, you know, are you okay? Like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, well, you know, I don't want to, I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm just going to do what I got to do. And she's like, I don't think you should do that. Like, she, the boyfriend has basically gotten her out of everything. Her her mom kind of told her she had to leave the house if she still dealt with this boy. She wanted to keep on mm. dealing with the boy. So she can't stay at the mom's house unless she's done with the boy. She had been to all these other places and been kicked out because of this man. And it's like, my friend is trying to figure out what what do I do? I don't want to overstep my boundaries, mm -hmm. you know, as a friend because I don't know what it is that she's trying to do. And in my head, I'm like, oh well, shit. If it's your friend, mm -hmm. you know, you rather you rather feel bad about her being upset with you for doing something that potentially is going to help her, mm -hmm. then feel guilty if he does something to her yeah. and you could have did something to stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. She was caught in the crossroads because she's like, I'm really worried about this girl because I want to, you know, I want to do this. I said, I, I personally would call the police. Mm -hmm. You know, they can go right to that house. That girl got pr enough proof to mm -hmm. get him arrested for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. She needs to put a restraining order out on him. However, that's my opinion. That's something that I would do. At the end of the day, it doesn't change how she's going to react or what she wants to do because she's still trying to find an ounce of hope right. that the family thing will work out. So my friend's like, I don't really know what I should do. I said, if you don't want to call the police, at least call her mama. Mm -hmm. Her mama know what to do. Right. And she can't get mad at you for calling her mama. She can get mad at her mama because her mama going to definitely do what yeah. she got to do to protect her child. Is she still at the friend's house currently or is she back? No, she left that same day. She could do like a wellness check and they would see then, like the friend could call in a wellness check. Well, so the last instance, she called the mom. The mom went to the house with the police, everything, but she didn't want to leave. She wanted to stay there. Right, and she's grown. Mm -hmm. How old is the girl? In her 20s. Oh, wow. Wait, I mean, it's sad, but you don't want to see your friend dead. I know, and that's that's what she or said. Or beaten to a pulp to where she can't walk. Maybe her jaw is sewn shut. That's her main. That's um, her main concern. But it's all. It's also her choice to deal with it, and you have to know when you had enough. It's just hard because when you're in this, when you're in this specific scenario, even when you stepping in, you still standing by because no matter what you try to do, mm -hmm. if her mind is made up that she's going to try to make it work no matter how much you do to try to make sure she gets out of that situation. She's going to continue to get right back in it. Testimony service time. <laughs> so I've been that person. Hands were put on me. And my only way of getting out was calling the cops because the people's family was there, but nobody tried to stop it. And so because I called 911 and hung up and they called back and they answered the phone was the only way I was able to get out. But I end up going back. I'm not so I understand what the lady is saying. Um, is you have to it has to be on your time, most definitely. 
And I'm dealing with an issue now with my health when it comes to one of my feet because of what I went through with that person. So, I mean, it's a sad situation, but that person definitely has to be ready and know when they've had enough. Because you can do all you want to do, but they could keep going back. Well, I watch a lot of Dateline and a lot of ID channel, and sometimes people knowing when it's enough don't be knowing when it's enough because they'll find out that it's enough when they in a casket. Well, see, so my daughter, she had a domestic situation, and I was like, um, I noticed bruisings and stuff like this when she would come around, and I would talk, and I would say, like, what are you doing? Like, girl, you know that we can just go knock them out, right? Like, you know, but she wasn't done with that. And what I did notice is the more that I meddled in it, the more severe his abuse towards her got because now people are, people are, you know, are in our business. Mm. So I had no choice but to stand by and just keep talking to her every time she contacted me. And I don't know what clicked in her. Like, and I would talk to her like about self value. Cause a lot of people that are caught in that type of stuff, they don't value themselves because when you value yourself, you're not going to let certain stuff happen to you or you're going to only let it happen for so long. That's true. You have to you know, know your what I'm value. saying? I just, so, I just don't think it's fair for, for the daughter though. Cause the daughter has, has also suffered a trauma from but, the, the, but, mom, the grandmother could take, could step in there. Can but she can the grand, but so the reason why, she got hit by him was because he found out when she went to a baby shower, mm-hmm. she took the daughter to the grandmother's house. Already know. Is he the father of the child? Yes. Okay. You already know. She don't like him. He don't like her. So he got mad when he found out that his daughter was at her grandmother's house. Hold on. I'm going to cut you off. This, it's not that. It's bigger than that. He's been domestically abusing her mm-hmm. it started out verbally then it came this separation mm-hmm. separator from her friends and from her family so that she's now by herself so he's getting pissed that she's over here because they've apparently had these talks i don't want my kid over there mm-hmm. and probably he has told her like you shouldn't even be cool with your mama too all that separate and divide because what happened even in nature when you separate the weak, the lions get it, right? She calls herself setting herself up to get away. Like, like she take care of everything. He's supposed to be doing all this stuff. He wants he wants to be a womanizer and say, oh, the woman's supposed to be doing all this stuff, care of my man and all this other <laughs> stuff. But she take care of the bills. Mm-hmm. When they go out, she gets the bill. So it's like you, you it's a double standard because you can't even provide, but you expect all this other stuff to happen on top of that. She you don't work. He's a oh, drug dealer. Okay. So that was the beginning part. Yeah. So it's like for her, she his work is seasonal. What he doing with his money? His work is seasonal. Her money is outside of mine. She gave her mom. I think she said her mom got a little over seven thousand dollars that she's been holding for her, even out of the tax money. She's just been throwing the money to her mom to hold for her, so he don't see it, so he can't take from it, so she can try to. That's more is it that money to get away for the funeral. I don't know what it's for. But I just, like I said, I feel like as a mother standpoint, she should feel like what she's doing is a little selfish because she wants this to work out for the family's sake. But 
it's not a healthy situation for her or their daughter. It could be a learned behavior. Or something I was going to say maybe her mom and she's seen it. somebody deal with it and they made it. Possibly. It doesn't make it okay. However, it could be something that she's seeing. Like, sometimes you stay in something. Oh, because they made it 50 years. But you don't realize what it took for them to make it 50 years. Or 20 years or 15. We've asked her, do you feel like you can't be without him? you feel like you can't go? Mm -hmm. Are you scared? Yeah. Are you scared to leave? She She says no. But her actions say opposite, you know? I don't know. Well, believe what you see and not what you hear. Because, Mm. yeah. Clearly, clearly there's more, is more to that. And guess what? All I can do is say, y'all going to have to stand by and just keep pumping self-worth into her. You know what I mean? Like, you good. You got this. You you know, you can take care of by yourself until she builds herself up enough to believe enough in herself. You know, and then y'all can point out to her that, you know, you got your daughter. You don't really want her to be going through this stuff because if she see mommy's going through it and mm. saying it's okay, then she'll do it too. So, I like that one. So, stand by, but be ready to step in. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's, That's right. And then and by doing that, like, still check on her. Um you know, you know how you can talk to somebody, you can hear a different tone in their voice, so you might know that some stuff is going on. So, yeah, just always be there, though, for her. I know a lot of people, they tend to get frustrated when people stick in stuff and they don't leave it. Mm-hmm. Then you tend to start getting frustrated, like, I keep telling you to get out of it, so then people turn it back. Now you over here, and you might need it somebody to answer that call to tell you to get out of it that night you may have just had that much strength that you was gonna go but the people you called was just tired of being there and you weren't really willing to move on your own feet so just never turn your back that part um i pray and hope that she gets the help or gets away that's nothing nice to be in at all it's it's really not like um yeah you can't how old is a little girl Youngish, I think she's like she's in the single digits. Oh my god! And see, I was just having this conversation too with my son because his wife, she's young and she still likes to hang out with her friends and all this other kind of stuff. And I was telling him because they have uh, two boys, and then she has a son as well. And I was telling him, I said, "You have a daughter now. You and her both." should be more concerned about what your daughter is being exposed to. Do you want your daughter to be more comfortable with going up and down the highway, um, sleeping on people's couches in their spare rooms out of the necessity of her mom wanting to hang out? Yeah, they're opening a lot of doors. Yeah, because you you don't know what the hell you're exposing your daughter to. Daughters, well, children in general, take more after their mother because the mother's a nurturer. And not only do kids take, take more after the mother... The mother is the one that's more present. So that is kind of how you fashion your life around and not pissing mom off or making sure mom is okay. So even as as people get older, we still trying to make sure mom is okay. So if you making things okay for her, then she'll do it. You know, like I've been in dysfunctional relationships, so my kids have picked up from that. Oh, it's okay to be dysfunctional because that's what they seen. Luckily, I haven't been in like an abusive relationship or um, having a bunch of men and all that other stuff because just imagine what I could be exposing them to then. But I also, I'm aware of this. So until she gets aware of that, unfortunately, she's opening up a bunch of doors 
for her daughter. And parents and people alike, sometimes we are just too damn selfish to step out of ourselves and see what we're doing is affecting other people. You know what I mean? We're trying to self-soothe, self-heal, and just satisfy self. But you forget, you got like 10 other people looking at you. Right. So... And another thing I want to add, because I know it's definitely a lot of people listening that feel like, well, the reason why I don't want to step in is because I don't want to feel obligated to continue giving help or resources and Mm. things like that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you making one phone call is enough for you to step in to be able to help out. Mm -hmm. No one's asking you to provide shelter Mm -hmm. or anything like that or have to be, you know, Go above and beyond just mm-hmm. to be able to step in because sometimes it, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it sucks when you're caught in the crossroad of not knowing whether to step in or to yeah. stand by, you know, and it sucks because you don't want to have to bear that weight of worry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all, in a sense, have had some. Uh, experience in our life where we feel like we wanted people to step in for us that mm-hmm. didn't that stood by. That's right. That's definitely right. So speaking of that, what about um, the royal situation with people stepping in? I feel like that is. I feel like that's something that can be taken out of context and I only say this because I have experience with a biracial relationship within my family mm-hmm. my br- oldest brother's wife is white mm-hmm. he's dark skinned mm-hmm. so what I would say is I feel like there's a double standard here mm-hmm. because Everybody wants to, you know, we're going through this big old Black Lives Matter outbreak that we've been going through. However, I feel that because it's the royal family and they are white, Mm -hmm. because they're questioning the color Mm -hmm. that their grandchild Mm -hmm. is going to be becoming, it's it's a colorist, racist issue, Mm -hmm. but... If it was just like from for us, mm-hmm. we were we we're wondering, hey, well, I wonder how, how what this baby gonna right, come out looking like. Right, how light is gonna have the white uh-huh, hair, you know? How, but thing. it's no issue when we, we do it, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. I just feel like that get being it got taken out of context, and then like the same thing with this Kirk Franklin stuff when it hits the media, mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything but turn the oven on. It just makes it worse. That's true, you know. So who knows what. That fuel did, mm-hmm. you know, where it made them feel away or, you know, make them feel like, okay, all this stuff is hitting the media. We got to say face. We got to do this. We got to do that. Mm-hmm. It just seems like us a lot of things, a lot of people getting involved in family matters, something that should be private. It yeah, doesn't, like I said, fame doesn't make you nobody. That's true. <laughs> fame does not take away the fact that you still human. Right, you just get a big paycheck. And also, not to say that this is an excuse, but they're in Great Britain, and these people was old as shit. Yeah, they are about 94, 99. <laughs> you know, everybody, yeah. even, even in the black community, there are certain things that older people 
are set in their ways about or have strong opinions about that we can't fault them because it's something that they were going through in their, their time. time yeah. Because times are different doesn't mean that people are going to be different. Hmm. You are right. And with that, let's take a little quick break because this is getting heated in here. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Adrian from Transparency Talk. Hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I know it's been a while since we've been here, but we are back like we never left. And we have a lot and lots of topics to go ahead and bring you guys continuing moving forward. Uh, We got a lot of work to do. Uh, We've been working hard, but we are here and we are here to stay. Enjoy listening. All right, back to older people being stuck in their ways. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times there are things that people, your family, my family, her family, anybody's family, they got people who are experienced or stuck in their ways because they may have been raised or trained up a certain way. Oh, you got Mm -hmm. that right, yeah. You know, so, you know, in the black community, older people, the majority of them, they frown upon homosexuality. You don't mean that it's not happening. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. yeah. Some people frown upon being pregnant before marriage. Yeah, wedlock. You know, mm-hmm. it's certain it's certain things. So, you know, they may be, you know, they may be like, oh, shoot, we getting ready to have a biracial grandson that's that could be royalty. You know, they don't they might not know how to process it. And I know personally and not to offend any uh, Caucasian people, but they always have a weird sense of what's the word I want to use They're, they have a weird sense of curiosity yes. and so their way of expressing that curiosity might be offending offensive to some people mm-hmm. so basically mm-hmm. Oprah shouldn't have stood by and had the interview because it wasn't our business well I feel was- like no social media should have interfered or stepped in because this is, like I said, a private thing. And being that that they are, quote unquote, royalty, it doesn't stem from the fact that they are still human. They are still a family that has to deal with their family issues on their own. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't have been a public spectacle. Just like them wondering what the baby was going to look like. I mean... My daughter has a a kid with a with a Caucasian to guy, and I was like, I wonder how long he's gonna have a good care curly hair. Like, you, it, it doesn't even have to be. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be the whole different race thing. Hell, I could I could make a baby with somebody in my same color, and that you maybe it'd be wonder, dark. Yeah, right? you know, you we but all, all want to wonder what our kids what look our like. Yeah, look but like. that could be something that was said privately. But there's always somebody overhearing something and taking things out of context. But I also feel like we need to quit looking at people except for who they are. Like, even if the royal family did have issues with African-American people, why are we always somewhere trying to sit and anticipate that they won't or they haven't? I mean... Who knows what the queen mom taught her? Like my son, his his mother is he was white, and so she, she um her parents her parents said that um they didn't like black people, and her dad was actually a sheriff, mm-hmm. and um he told her when you had them kids, I'm not gonna have a relationship with them mutts. But guess what? Oh, he had a relationship and he loved the hell out of them. But that that changed who he was, because like you said, that's what he came up in. That was his error. And I'm not saying that it's right, but 
we got to acknowledge things for what they are. I mean, I, I so like. So she should have known what she was getting into being the first. Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that means she shouldn't have had a relationship. They shouldn't have gotten married. But it's kind of like you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Like, right. you knew what the possibilities was you were facing. This ain't like a... I just feel like right now, mm-hmm. this shouldn't be news. Because right. this should be something she should have known before she even went into this marriage. Right. She should have known that something was going to come. They they had to have talked about family mm-hmm. prior to them mm-hmm. getting together. Mm-hmm. So now that it's coming out like, oh, this is news. and Oh, this, that, and third. And they're saying this. Don't think... That certain people, especially people in power, don't have a certain arrogance or don't have mm-hmm. a certain thing where they already talk about things like this. Mm-hmm. You think they don't? Really? They, they mm-hmm. yeah. You really? think they don't already uh, think in their mind what's going to happen with something like this? It's mm-hmm. already a change that we're having an African American woman as the princess. Check it out, man. Even speaking on that dude that was on the interview that they said was black, I swear he looked like he's from Arabic descent. He's saying that he couldn't say that he ever experienced anything racist. Mm-hmm. Well, of course you wouldn't. Like, many people may have not liked me as being an office manager, but is they going to say that to my face or are they going to play like the little office right. staff? You know what I'm saying? Everybody plays their part, but what I will say is, like I said, this is not something new. This isn't news. This isn't something that's brand new. And I feel like everybody's treating it like, oh my God, this, that, and the third. No, she knew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've had conversations. Mm-hmm. You don't just royalty is just like the fucking White House. Mm-hmm. The shit is calculated. The shit is planned. Mm-hmm. It's it's always so, a bigger story. Yeah, y'all, we we get mm-hmm. spoon fed stuff. What's going on? Mm-hmm. We get spoon, but all this stuff is already calculated. All this right. stuff is already planned. So I don't even know. To be honest, the real point of trying to have some type of exposure of this situation was. Because basically the queen been the queen. She just been who she is freely. So why is she going to like, I don't know, mask right. it or filter it now? All they did was open the door for people to have an opinion or people to feel like, oh, this is something that we can uh, be a- uh, activists for and we can <laughs> yeah. add this to the uh, Black oh, yeah. Lives Matter agenda. we are a t-shirt making society. We, <laughs> we are activists now, every day. <laughs> now, I'm not making light of the situation. No, right. However, I am saying that, you know, certain things, if it's not put out a certain way, mm-hmm. wouldn't get a certain reaction. Mm-hmm. So, I guess what I mean is, it was put out to say, oh, yeah, these people are racist. And, you know, that's an easy thing to be to put out and, you know, people take wings and fly off with that. Do you think that... Oprah held this interview because remember, she's always being brought to light as supporting other people that don't support the black movement here and there. Like she got the whole little own network. She's been everyone's favorite African American. She was also supposed to interview his mother. Actor, right. She didn't. She didn't. Somebody else did. But I'm just like, is she, because it seems like when she get herself in hot water with the black community, she'll try to spin it off if you pay attention. What was she in hot water about? What was it? I'm gonna have to we'll have to talk about I'm it sorry. on another episode, but no no no. <laughs> no, but it was um was it the producer that just went down for the sexual um Weinstein? What what is it? Oh, being his friend. 
Yes. What's the name? Yeah, I believe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, and that island. People, that island. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. The island. Like, so people was mad. Like, what is you saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now is this her way of trying to, you know, take the ripples out the pond? No. You've been moving like this. You basically have been somewhat of an Uncle Tom. And then what was you doing by exposing all this? What was your ultimate goal? What were you trying to get to? Because, and, and did that happen? Did you get what you was looking for in your interview? Because, see, what, what kind of made me kind of also, you know, my antennas kind of went up. Watching certain interviews, like when Chaka Khan went on there, mm. she air-quoted when she said false mm. allegations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, air-quote, allegedly, allegedly, these are false al- accusations, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, you know, it's like, well, we all know how media is just like we know how even without media we know how the, the game of telephone go there i'll text you be here at seven o'clock mm-hmm. you by the time you get the text messages girl we ain't starting till nine mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. does that <laughs> y'all but you know i am signing out it's, it's always <laughs> it's always a certain thing so like i said how how certain stories or how certain things get spun off mm-hmm. to the media's the perception view. the light what they want to see so everybody should be their narrative sitting back and not stepping in exactly she did say like after they stepped down that they when they stepped down from their title they had lost security and when they came out here tyler perry granted them security because they felt that their lives were being threatened and By who? people who and that her son would would not have would not be a prince but according like his grandmother set it up i believe it was in her the grandfather king george has set up the queen's grandfather in 1917 that limits the title of prince and princesses to the children of the monarch and children of the monarchs and sons and the eldest living of the eldest son to the prince of wales the rules introduced to trim the increasingly unwieldy numbers of royalty titles that they had. In 2012, she decreed that all children of Prince William and his wife, Catherine, not just the eldest living son, would be prince and princesses, just to them. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it goes to. Mm-hmm. But they were just, some of the complaints that they had put up there that they were dealing with. But when they said they was going to step away from their royalty, didn't she already say what you would be losing? So... In essence, y'all knew you wasn't finna have the security. You wasn't finna have the title. You wasn't finna get a bunch of stuff. And then let's not act like this is something new. I've seen a lot of people in death be written off of wheels. Like you going right. to a wheel reading. Yeah, you're not getting what you thought you was. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And no, you can't have this and that. Or just like a parent, you, I gave you a car while you lived here. Well, right. when you move, you're taking your own stuff. Right. You're not taking my car. Yeah, and or you know, so it's your choice. You moving today, or you gonna wait a few months when you can get your own car? It's no different. So, what they said, they were saying that you know the royal title, such as the prince and princess, didn't automatically entitle to a person for security protection. True, that's true. Right. Why? Why are we protecting someone that is no longer royal, for lack of better words? By well, blood, yes. But yeah. Well, well, no. I I disagree there because when presidents stop being the president, 
they still always have a Secret Service team. Well, some of them don't need no Secret Service. Ain't nobody worried about them. But, but they ahead. will always have. <laughs> I can think of one. I can think of one in particular. <laughs> I can think of. Who ain't nobody? I, I can think of a few. However, <laughs> they always have a Secret Service. team. But that's because it's written into our rules. It apparently it's not part of the plan. That's another thing I'm saying. Like we're we're looking at this situation oh, from the American standpoint, right, right, and not instead of where it is out there, which is is our perception. Which is mm-hmm. why I also say it's crazy that this is being spun as crazy new messy news when this is like Protocol, I said stuff do. that has been going on. Well, because like this, they're saying the the Duke and the Duchess, you know, before they moved. They had received taxpayer-funded police bodyguards, but the royals who had jobs outside the family, such as as Prince Andrew's daughter, Princess Beatrice, and Princess Eugene, they did not. It's kind of like she's contingent on what she want to do and what she want to offer, and it reminded me of my granny. Like, depending on who her favorite was is who going to get the seat next to her at, the, at Thanksgiving dinner. And that's just what it was. Was it okay? No. Was people pissed? Did people have issues with the favorites and stuff? Probably. Mm-hmm. But we all knew, here come Granny and watch what she fin. You know what I mean? I just feel like the reason why it's being spun like this is because people are expecting that now it's a different time that things should move in a different way. And, you know, when it comes to things like royalty, they don't strand away from tradition. Mm-hmm. They have made a big enough move allowing her to even have a seat at the table. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Like I said, this is not something that it should have been new to any of the parties involved. Correct. You know, and, you know, I look at it like this. When have certain families in power not strategically structured how their family and their lineage and their bloodline is going to be? How in in certain countries, Mm -hmm. people are set up. You're going to marry this person because they make this. What was that movie? Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, because Shania, nice I told her she had a dowry. Like, we need a Tesla. We need, like, two acres. <laughs> but think about it. In, in that movie, Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. it was it was set up where this man, his family had an empire. Mm-hmm. So they wanted whoever he married, whoever the son married, to be able to get somebody on his level, at least, to have some type of resume behind her Mm -hmm. because they want two people in power together they Mm -hmm. were structuring like how people have arranged marriages Mm -hmm. same like same thing like that Mm -hmm. but because now we are in a time where certain things seeing certain things and because it's going this way because she's black Mm -hmm. now it's a problem Mm -hmm. but he could it could have been the same way if it was some white girl that they just didn't like. Did not even didn't like, but just didn't see that for her. Oh, for her being in that role. You know, so and like they didn't agree with the, it with the could, marriage. It could have been the same way. And who's to say mm-hmm. that that's not it hasn't happened with a white girl in the past where it's like, okay, yeah, no, I don't think that you guys, your kid would be a good fit for the royal family. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that and that they have, you know, terminated the child before because of something that they don't want continuing the legacy. Well, even going back to your friend. Didn't you say that her mom says she couldn't be back at her house if she stayed with that guy? So there it is. 
That's all I'm saying. I don't want the people to think that we ain't woke, but I hope that they is opening their minds to mm-hmm. other possibilities that that could be in play, mm-hmm. especially when it's something at this high magnitude. Mm-hmm. Pierce Morgan, he also said he felt that the Oprah interview was kind of biased because she did not bring up the, her mother, her father, or any family members. It was just about the royal side because he basically said she cut off everybody and there's nobody there. And she just made, She got up here, but she didn't really have anything. She didn't bring anything to the table. But you're requesting all of this. Well, I'm going to say, I, th- I kind of, I can agree. Not that I agree with him. I'm no, I, I, the only part I agree with is the, the interview being biased. I mean, if you want to give the public um, a good understanding of something, you have to have all parts. Right. You can't just pick and choose what parts you want to show and expose. And I'm not saying that her family had any negativity or anything against anything. And they, pro- you know, welcomed him with open arms and that's going to always be her grandchild whether the grandchild came out clear and you could see the veins it wouldn't Mm -hmm. matter but still if you was going to give an interview it should have given all the information like we try to do here we don't give the bits and the pieces we give the full scenarios so that our listeners can have the full picture on how they would want to move next or you know well in the tv industry the one that oprah lives in the one that wendy williams lives in you know the one that a lot of people who are on tv controversy they don't care about the whole story they Mm. care enough about the story to get them like to get them views to to get get them checks you know so they can try to see okay well this got a lot of attention it's got a lot of views maybe i could move on to this maybe it depends on what the people are saying what the people mm-hmm. are hearing so she right. ain't worried about all of that stuff like you said she's worried about the next best story and hitting the fact that oh she used to be a princess let's get her on my show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it was it was a chase after her previous rank and titles there it mm-hmm. is I will say I had a different view after watching it and now I'm talking to you guys. I did feel bad for the things I was hearing, but it does make you make you open up your eyes and be like, okay, wow, this is much bigger than this. It's That's a lot to deal with. However, this is a dynasty that you're coming into. It's an institution mm-hmm. of how we're set up. It's mm-hmm. protocol. It's rules. Like she said, she was dealing with mental health and couldn't really leave the house or get help, and they told her there was nothing they can do, but they understood. Mm-hmm. So she was dealing with a lot on her plate, but mm-hmm. you also know what you're willing to say okay to and what you're marrying, That's what you're true. getting involved to. When like when is enough enough? Like and it, thank God you found somebody who loves you enough to be like, okay, let's go do this here. Right? Because he could have said, I'm not leaving my lineage. Are you crazy? Right. I'm staying right here, and so are you. Or you can leave, and me and my child is staying here. Right. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that is that is facts. She found somebody to stand with her. Right. Well, they can stand right with each other. But I just felt like... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see him. <laughs> I could just stand right together. <laughs> I just, you know, they just should have stood out of the camera. And stood out of the media. Mm. Because, like I said, you know... Like, another example, the issue that's been going on the basketball-wise with the whole OG OG and Evelyn with this whole colorist thing. Ain't no colorist nothing. You know, she has childhood trauma, though. Who? OG. So she needs to deal with that and quit trying to make it seem like that's that's what Evelyn is going on. That's one of the things she said she deals with. Yeah, but but she, OG also deflects a lot when when it's when it's yeah. time to express 
what is it really that's the trigger? What is it that all them other ladies is doing? Because you you trying to isolate yourself and say everybody's a colorism. I think the girl Kristen made a great example. All the same color. How you go from saying other people are colorism? She trying to tell you hey, we're the same complexion. I don't know. Well, you have what I have West African features. Now you're getting too specific about certain things, and you're trying to spin things off to where. Oh, everybody else is a colorist. Well, didn't you just have uh, mm-hmm. a colorist moment? I feel mm-hmm. she's very sensitive to be so insensitive in the way she speaks to other people. Like, mm-hmm. she says some stuff. It's like, whoa. But then when you come back at her, it's a problem. I think she getting paid to push the storyline of colorism. Okay. I'm going to have to second that. Okay. Because she going way too hard. We all know Evelyn ain't no racist and we know she's not a colorist. But because... She's a lot of things, but I don't think she's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and I feel like a lot of things, like I said, she brought that up. She made that a big public spectacle. Oh, Shosinko, wasn't he a darker, darker than dark? Well... She was marrying him. Black and Cooter Brown. There go. So when was he... Because, cause, yeah. So, okay, girl. Because, so, yeah. So I just, you know... And like I said... That's a good point. I never, ever thought about that. Yeah, get into that. And like Evelyn was also, <laughs> but like Evelyn also said, there's a lot of people that she didn't gotten into it with that, you know, words come out of people's mouth when they feel some type mm-hmm. of way and nothing ever has been, only thing she has ever told anybody that I've heard is you was a non-motherfucking factor. factor. Yeah, because I was going to buy the shirt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when, but, she, when she was slapping her. But that goes, mm-hmm. but that goes to my point as to negative Remarks and being pushed out and put on in social media or put out for the media to see for the public eye. Mm-hmm. Now it's got people lashing out because everyone, like I said, is on this big Black Lives Matter movement. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with the Black Lives Matter movement. However, it's certain things that we need to understand because if we want to get real technical, the Black Lives Matter movement, they need to start within the Black Lives community because the Black Lives are getting slain by other Black people. It's an agenda out there that they're pushing. Hmm. So, you know, we want to be so high strung on Black Lives Matter when we killing each other. Mm -hmm. But... Mm -hmm. That's a that's another story. That's right, another right, right. topic another for topic. another episode. Mm-hmm. However, her putting that out there saying Evelyn's a color or she's a racist. Now Evelyn's getting threats. Evelyn had to move her whole house. Shut she, up. Evelyn moved. She was frightened for her daughter because they were getting threats via what? social media because of this whole colorism thing that mm-hmm. OG put out. I didn't know that. And that's out of pocket. That's that ain't cool at all. That's why I say you know. The biggest Mm no-no is social media and the blogs and the media, all of it. It just, sometimes it may have a positive aspect, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times it doesn't. It's what you put out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it doesn't. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of the the family of people who have been slain, Mm -hmm. they put it out in the media. Yeah, we understand that this is wrong, but Mm -hmm. just because it goes out in the media, what changes? Mm. It just brings about awareness, but clearly, in damn near almost all cases, has it brought up justice? No. Has it brought up a change? Mm. We go, we go to the media so people can be quote unquote woke, but it's like we're being woke and we're still recycling the same action. It has been progress though, from what it was like up ten years ago. I'm not saying it's great or it's or it's fantastic, 
but compared to what I mean, some stuff is still going on, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Hmm. Just by a little bit. I'll agree on a certain standpoint of that, but That's I'll I'm standing also to. disagree because there's different ways of how it's been done. Okay. So we're not physically owned, but we're owned mm. in a sense. They may have granted us freedom from being physically slaved, mm. but we still slaves, if that makes sense. Yeah, when I'm driving into my see a cop behind me, bro, I just slow down. Not check even your not even just that, you know, even when it comes like as a business owner, you mm. ought to know it's a lot of things that we still don't have full access or full, th- you know, full ability to do because yeah. we're not still in control. We may have our own business, mm-hmm. but guess what? We still report to and we still got to give back to, to whoever that is. You know, yeah. so like I said, so, we're here, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's very much true. So I just, I just feel like media and all that stuff. Need to stand by. They definitely need to stand by. And we need to stop stepping in with the media. Correct. Correct. Because it doesn't make it any better. And like I say, everybody's opinions are always going to be different. I'm pretty sure a whole a lot of people ain't going to agree with my opinion on this episode. Right. But guess what? That's my opinion. I'm exactly. entitled to it. That's right. It's how I feel. I look, I'm, I'm, I try to be as unbiased as possible. I ain't related to none of these people we talk about. I'm just looking at it from my naked eye. That's right. Right. That's true. Well, there you have it on Transparency Talk. We appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode. Go over to our Instagram. Like it, comment, share, even hit us in our inbox if there are some topics that you'd like to hear or talk about. Or even if you want to be a guest on our show, just let us know. This is Shay at Shay on Purpose. This is ASC Walk. This is Charles. That word on the street is, and we are logging off.